Welcome to DPS Schoology Stars. In this podcast, we are sharing the audio from our weekly Schoology Stars web series, where DPS educators share how they are using Schoology to support their students. While it is not as good as watching the video recording, we hope it provides ideas for our educators on the go. Enjoy this week's episode. It's kind of a wrap up wherever they're at. I know we get some folks who pop in late, but just want to welcome everybody to this weekly series that we've got going on, Schoology Stars. I have been thinking of this as kind of your quick virtual classroom visit where you hop in, get a few really great gems or ideas that you can then pull back to your class uh, and incorporate with your students the next day. So I'm just really excited that we have educators that are here and willing to share with us. I think it's super easy for us to like talk about the platform and all the shiny things, but what is really, really valuable is digging in and seeing exactly what folks are doing on the ground right now, um, especially during this unprecedented, unprecedented time where everything's new and we're seeing new things happen all the time. So wanted to take this opportunity to introduce Carlos Balanta from DCIS, uh, Montbello, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you for being here, for taking the time to see my presentation. I hope this is useful for your daily practices. And well, let's get started. <laughs> so I'm going to share my screen. Uh, OK, yeah, I can do that now. So let me see. So I prepared just this presentation. And I think that you should be seeing that now. Okay, so I, so again, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, so welcome to this webinar is uh, the title that I put to this presentation kind of is Unlocking the Power to Schoology Mastery Tracker. And um, well, today's webinar is going to be a type of hybrid presentation and I will be doing a type of tutorial presentation, but at the same time, I will be showing you and explaining you how I use this tool in my English English language development class for newcomers. So let's get started. Um, so first of all, I would like to formally introduce myself. Uh, my name is Carlos Balanta. I'm an English language development teacher for uh, for newcomers at DCIS Amonbelo, and I hold a master's degree in educational technology from Universidad La Plata in Argentina and a bachelor degree in foreign languages from Universidad del Valle in Colombia. So my interest lies on instructional design, um, how to create very interfaces to facilitate students' learning. And recently I've been exploring the concept of gamification in education. Um, and basically my interest for the mastery tracker on Schoology comes from the, the need to have a tool that allow me to track my students' path to English proficiency and as I said before, I work in the new in a newcomer center where I constantly receive like students with different levels, English language levels. So we have the WAPT screener, but uh, I was thinking that we needed like something more, like something that allow us to permanently track our students' performance. So then when I, when the that was when the mastery tracker appeared, and I started to calibrate it to uh, for my for my classes. So since uh, we're talking about unlocking powers <laughs> throughout this presentation, you will find these different tokens that I need you to collect it in order to open a treasured um, box at the end of the presentation. 
So please pay close attention to the different gemstones that you will find in this presentation. If possible, jot down the piece of information that you will find with each token. So don't forget, just pay attention when you see one of these. So um, this is an overview of the aspect that I will be covering into this webinar. I will start with the very basics. Uh, just a brief explanation of what the mastery tab is and how it can be used. Uh, then I will explain how to access the mastery tab in your Schoology courses. We will also see how to align different materials with the learning uh, objectives so the mastery tab can be can collect the data. And later on, I will take a deep look into the mastery tab to see the options and how I use it uh, in my newcomer classes. I will wrap up um, this webinar telling you how I use the mastery tab in my class and how this has affected the way I plan my lessons. So, uh, so what is the what is the mastery option? So basically, the student ma mastery uh, reporting uh, allows you to view a student achievement on any standard uh, or learning objective that has been aligned to the assignments, test questions, assessment questions, graded discussions, or, or external tools within a course. Uh, a Schoology Mastery Tracker contains multiple views that allow you to evaluate how students are learning um, and pinpoint students that may need additional attention. So that's really powerful and really helpful, especially if you want to keep like um, an eye on the students' uh, performance and how they are improving their their language proficiency in my in the ELB teachers' case. So. Um, so this is the most important characteristic of the mastery trackers, and you have the possibility to, to track your students' pro uh, progress in real time. So in order to make this work, you need two things. You need the standards aligned content, and you also need a preferred mastery grading scale. So those are like the most important things that you will need in order to make the mastery tracker work. So in order to access the mastery tracker, you can go to any course and click on the mastery in the left menu. Uh, the mastery reporting area displays the overall score. So you see all the scores that each student has for any alignment alignments on grading course materials. Uh, you will see all the information that has been captured by the different assignments in the course. So that's what, the, that what you will find when you click on the mastery um, and on the mastery tab on Schoology. And if you have any questions, uh, don't hesitate in just interrupt me. And I also, if you see there is a link on top of the presentation where you can just um, uh, go there and ask questions and I will see them here, okay? So I know that we have some time at the end of the presentation, but if something comes and you want to ask, just go ahead, okay? So, um, so uh, but how do we, um, make the mastery track work. So as I said, in, uh, to make this wonderful to work, you will need to align each material to a learning objective or a standard. Uh, for my newcomer classes, most of the learning objectives I use are customized learning objectives. So that means that I create them, I create my, them um, by myself. And I have been also creating learning objective for each language skill for speaking, listening, reading, and writing. So I can clearly see in which language domain students need more support. So uh, the learning objectives, and this is more like a suggestions, 
suggestion in order to um, it's, it's a good idea to think in advance about those learning objectives if you are planning to create your own and you can go just to the resources area and just create them there and then enjoy creating your um, of, uh, your assignments or your uh, assignment questions you can just click on the in the learning objective and align it to the to the to the to the material so um, any is there any questions so far? Okay, so I will move on. Um, so how to align standards and learning objectives to assignments, uh, assessment questions, and external. So these are the three, three of the materials that I use the most. Um, but you will see that most of the, the way to align all these uh, learning objectives to, the, to these materials is pretty similar. So uh, first of all, for um, align uh, standards in uh, learning objectives to assignment you just need to click on the uh, go to your course click add assignments complete the essential information for the assignment and at the bottom um, you will have to click on the align button so choose the objective or the standard from the list yep and if you see the objective at the bottom of the test the assignment has been successfully aligned that's for us. I think that um, most of the teachers um, um, use especially assignments to to create uh, well their, their their activities. So the second one is, and this is the one that I like the most, especially for the for the English language learners, uh, and because um, it allows me to create like multiple and different types of types of activities. So. Um, so if you go to add materials, uh, this is uh, the assessment questions. So uh, then you click on add assessment and then you go to add questions and select the type of questions you, you need. So you, same thing, when you finish creating your questions at the bottom of the page, you will find the learning objective aligned, as you can see in that GIF animated that I'm showing there. So, um, as I said, in my opinion, uh, this is one of the greatest tools Schoology has because you can create a wide range of different questions. Uh, you can do drag and drop, uh, multiple choice questions, label images, highlight spots, video, or audio recordings. Uh, there used to be, or there is another tool that is the quiz test um, tool. And I would say that that's kind of primitive. It's a little bit, it's like older. And I think that they are like just focusing all their energies to um, improve this new tool that is assessment. And I don't, um, I saw like last week that they just added a new um, option that is that you can just uh, save, like you can um, save the assessment questions into question banks, which is awesome. That was something that was uh, that was possible with the with the quiz test um, tool, but now we can do that also with the with the assessment tool, so which is wonderful because uh, you have more interactivity with this one. So um, so you can align any of those questions types to the mastery tracker. Uh, also, questions can be saved into question banks for the future use. That's what I was I was telling you. And, uh, and as I said before, uh, with the variety of questions that you can monitor the different language domains for language, English language learners. For example, 
um, you have the possibility to add, a, like they can, a students can um, video, they, they can make video recordings or they can make audio recordings. And that's very powerful, especially for the English language learners, because see if you need to track how they're doing in their speaking, for example, you can just align a learning objective to that speaking activity and you will see that later in the mastery trap. So I think that that's, that's kind of very uh, useful, powerful, as you wanted to call it. So, um, so moving forward. Um, so the, the last uh, tool, that uh, the last material that I would like to talk about is external. So it's exactly, the process is exactly the same. You need to go to courses, then you, need, you will click on add file link external tool and you complete just the essential information for the for that tool and at the bottom you will see the align button and you will choose the objective or standard from the list if you see that the objective at the bottom of the text the assignment has been successfully aligned so basically this is the process is similar and for all of them and also um you can also align uh, learning objectives to um discussions and uh, it will also pop up the results in the in the mastery tracker. So, so after you have aligned uh, the learning objectives, standards to the materials, you are ready to start tracking your students' performance. So this is what you will see uh, if you have you have everything in place to track your students' performance. The mastery tab is, as you can see, is color coded uh, on achievement thresholds. And a star icon indicates which students may have mastered the standard learning objective. So if you see carefully that picture that I have on the screen, you will see uh, like the different starts and that's like, that's the symbol that proves that student have mastered that learning objective. So if you see in the mastery tracker at the top of the, of the grid, you, can, you will be able to see the different learning objectives, objectives that have been aligned and then uh, you will also see these small numbers and what this number shows is like the number of assignments that have been um, aligned to that specific learning objective. Um, also, you will be able to see like the score, the mastery score depending on the grading scale you have chosen. And I will show you like how to do that here. So this is the, in this year, well, this is the setting options where you can just set up your mastery tab and export the summary and export all the, the details of your mastery tracker. And what is like, um, what you can do here is just, as I said, export your, the details of the mastery tracker. For example, if you want to create, like you can export this in CSV uh, just to work on Excel, if you want to create like bar graph of if you can change the color coding and all that stuff, you can do that just by exporting this to the to Excel. So, um, so this is where you set up the mastery uh, tracker. And uh, I think that I already mentioned that. And if you see there, I have like a gradient scale and I will explain you that in a, in a bit. Is there any questions so far? I had a quick question, Carlos. Um, are you able to, in the in the assessment feature, are you able to assign multiple objectives to the same question? 
Yes, you can do that. You okay. can do, I, I, well, I wouldn't dare to say that as many objectives as you want, but you can, yeah, more than one, yes. I don't know how many, but more than one, yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the question. Uh, so this is the, this is the master in settings. If you see, there is like this, um, and I don't know, let me see if I can. Okay, so if you see the start, so that's like the point where the students are, are gonna be considered that they master the, the, the standard or the, or the learning objective. And you can just uh, set up that here. For example, in my case, I have it, I put 59 because it's just like, if you think about the grading scale, it would be like a, a D. Uh, so that's like the minimum that my students need to, to accomplish in order to get um, the meets expectation um, a label. So if they want to have like a six expectations, they will have to get 90 or plus, and that will be like the 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 green the greener part of the of the of the grid. So um, this option is just it, it just allows you to say how many um, assignments they need to they need to get like 59 in order to to accomplish a, the mastery uh, so for example i put just three here um then uh, we have this decaying average and basically uh that what it says is like that formula recognizes that the most recent score is more representative of the student's current mastery level so it gives like more weight to the to the last materials that you align to the standard, so it's it's like just to recognize that those last um, pieces of information of evidence is more um, is more meaningful uh, for the process of achieving um, mastery. So and it says weigh the most recent observation, and, it, and this is tied to the to the to this um, option. So seventy five percent. So you can just change that depending on your criteria. So, and finally, the mastery scale. So I use the DPS uh, high school honors grading scale. And that was what I showed you before. Uh, this is scale that you see in letters, but um, you can, you have other options. I think that the, the most common is numeric and, it, and you will just see numbers from one to a hundred. Yes. Um, so I say that this is lighter to show the to set up the, the mastery tracker. And um, this is what the students will see. Um, on their side, they will see each of their learning objectives and their own progress to accomplish mastery. They will also be able to see a grade for each learning objective as standard. So I showed this option to students several times during the school year, so they are able to know and reflect on which aspects they need to focus on more. This is like, a very powerful metacognitive um, tool because uh, in that way students know what they need to do in order to improve uh, their learning process and in order to achieve uh, language proficiency that is what we want they achieve soon, okay? Um, so this is the learning objective, the assignment uh, with grading scaled and well, and just to finish, um, so how do I use the information obtaining the mastery option? So um, most of the times I do a formal assessment by the end of, of the unit that contains all the different domains, speaking, listening, reading, and writing. 
for the uh, English language development teachers out there. So I can, I can measure how they are progressing towards language proficiency. So I think that the fact that the students are able to see how they're processing towards language proficiency, proficiency in my case is very powerful. From the emotional point of view, students feel more motivated uh, because they see that the progress. Besides, if they can just see how they are, they can just modify the strategies that they are using to improve their language skills. So, and finally, uh, you can use this data as a part of the body of evidence to support uh, your students' growth in the LEAP framework. Uh, this, this will help you to embed this data analysis as a part of your daily practice, and you will see it more as an extra tool than a than than as more workload in your teaching career. So it's going to be like part of your daily practice, and that's going to make like a big difference, especially since you will be able to modify instruction and see the different trends that are taking place in your classroom and just in that way to, to help your students to, to improve in their learning process. So um, thank you so much for your attention. Uh, now we are going to see some the, the gestums you collected throughout the presentation. I will ask you some questions and you can answer yourself if the answers, I will give you matches the ones that you have. If so, you will have you have you will have unlocked the the bolt. So this is our bolt, and if you took down notes, so you will be able to answer this question. So what do you need to make the mastery tracker work? So you can just unmute yourself, or you, you can just think about the answer, and and that will be. So we mentioned like two things. You mentioned this, you have to have the standards aligned, and you mentioned. Mm -hmm. The grade scale, the grading scale. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So that's our first gemstone. Very good. And then what is the first step you need to take to track your students' performance? And it was like in that iPad screen. So we... Is that the one where you have to align the, um, and this part got lost a little bit, where you have to align uh, the learning with the, with the objective or the standard? Yes. Yes, you need to, exactly, that's the answer. So oh, you need to align your objectives and your standards to the, to the material. So that's our second gemstone. Very good. So, and finally, how can we use the information collected in the mastery tracker? And that was the last piece of information that I just gave you. So I said three things. So the first one was to modify instruction, right? Yep. The second one was to promote those metacognitive strategies on students so they can just reflect on their own learning process. And um, the third one was just to, if you, you can just add it to the, as, a, as, a, as part of the body of evidence to support the student growth part in the LEAP framework. Mm -hmm. So those are like the three, um, aspect and that will unlock our boat. And so this is your price. <laughs> so thank you very much for your attention. So I think that we have some time for questions and I will just check, check here if we have, I don't see any question here. So I don't know if somebody has a question or something to add. 
Um, I have a question regarding your standards. Um, where I, I was trying to look at it, but it was kind of small because I went into my Schoology and I see you have Colorado standards and their mm -hmm. Common Core standards. Are we? Is there a? I know that in your in Schoology you could add the WIDA standard, you know, with the or all that extra stuff. But do standards? Do those standards appear, or how can I add standards? So if you go to the resources part, and I think that I can just show you that very quickly. Uh, if you go to the resources area of any of in, in Schoology, you will be able to add the, the learning objectives there, your, and oh. you your own learning objectives. I don't know, uh, well, I'm not sharing that. Now I'm sharing mm -hmm. my Schoology course. So if you go to resources, it will take you here. Any here, you can just click on learning objectives and you click here where it says add and you Perfect. can just um so i got a bunch of them and there are i think that there are some like of these objectives that are like shared so you can maybe check the ones that you have there mm -hmm. Perfect. so and uh, yeah i'm not very familiar with the content um standards but i know that there are like some some there are a lot of them in there so Maybe it's just a matter of take a look and see what they offer. Mm -hmm. Is there any other question? Carlos, we were talking about the WIDA standards, like at the very, very beginning. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like WIDA learning objectives already? Or is that something that's um, maybe something we could talk to the ELD team about working on? Uh, I don't have any. I try to also to align them the Guida rubric, but I think that I was not successful doing that. And as I said, um, I think that Christina Kins is working on that, and I haven't had the chance to try that. But um, I think that um, that's a good option, um, and I think that it's available in the ELT group. Uh, yeah, but I I don't have anything like Guida related. That I can show you right now. Mm -hmm. And those are just like the objectives that I've been creating. And this is like really useful because as you know, well, if you if you create everything in resources, that's gonna be there, uh, I don't know, forever, but you can just uh, have that there and you can just start building your digital curriculum and that will save you like a bunch of time later on uh, just by systematizing all this process. Mm -hmm. So is there any other questions or something that? Okay, so I think that that's all that I have. So thank you so much for your attention. And so if you have any questions, just don't hesitate to send me an email and I'm just going to show you um, just my, where my, uh, I don't know if I can do this faster. So, um, yeah. Okay, so that's my information. That's my email address. So if you have any question, thank you so much. And Maddie had to step off, but thank you to Carlos. He's yeah. actually gonna be coming back in a couple of weeks to talk a little bit more 
about um, using the item bank. And mm -hmm. I, you know, now I'm thinking that we should use him to do some of the gamification things as well. We might need to, uh, get <laughs> it's not a Schoology thing, but I love it. So thank you guys so much for being here. And thank you mm -hmm. to Carlos, because really I reached out to him because I knew he was amazing at this and um, asked him if he would be willing during this very busy time to take some time out to do this. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you to Carlos for presenting and I hope you guys will join us another Thursday. Okay, thank you, bye-bye. If you have questions about using Schoology in DPS, be sure to check out our Schoology all-in-one document or reach out to your digital coach. More information on these resources can be found in our show notes. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next episode where we'll hear from more DPS Schoology Star educators. Take care.